do 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 power hour hello everybody and welcome back to the magic ghastly power hour this is a very special episode because well first it's our first episode of the new year uh as always i am joined by my good buddy jeremy well hello i'm one half of the magic geekdom but also tonight for the first time surprisingly we have the other half of the magic geekdom the non the non-bearded half of the The non-bearded half (laughs) yes hello i am kara i am the (laughs) other half of the magic geekdom Hi. <laughs> I don't know why I sounded so surprised. It's not like we hadn't been talking for an hour before <laughs> before we hit record. Uh, Kara, thanks for joining on the episode. I'm I'm also still kind of shocked that it surprised that it's taken this long to get to get the full magic geekdom. Yeah, you know, you guys did a, like a spooky stories one, and I, I, you were almost there. I was almost there. I committed, but I just like wasn't feeling great that night, so I backed what? out. But we'll do we'll we'll do more spooky story episodes uh, in the future, I think, because there are many to tell, and I enjoy. <laughs> I I don't know if you know, but I enjoy a good spooky story. Really fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> You guessed I know. you. It's uh I know it came as a shock to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh listener, it's been a while since we recorded an episode. As a matter of fact, I think even our last episode, we just split up into two parts. <laughs> so, yep, because it was super long. Yeah, so I think it's probably been a, a little over a month since we recorded. That was a super long episode. We talked about a lot of stuff. We did. <laughs> You know, it was funny. Uh, earlier today, I was flipping through pictures of my phone, and I found that picture of that Furby. Oh my god, the long Furby! <laughs> the long you know, Furby the, with the, the spider one legs. Yes, the one with oh the spider god. legs on it. Oh, oh that weird. one. Yeah. Uh, and then I remembered that we had recorded a really long episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you delved into the world of scary Furbies? No. Because there is one. All right. Yeah. That's something I'll have to look into later. <laughs> the long Furby. Yeah, just uh, make sure you look at it right before you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Happy sleepy time. So, but buddy, we haven't recorded in about a month, and I don't think we've really talked. I mean, we we text just about every day, but like, I don't think we've like actually talked talked in a minute. So, how was both of you guys? How how was your holiday season? Good. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah, it was good. My um my brother actually surprised us and then we surprised my mom by uh flying home for Christmas. My brother flew us home for Christmas. So um we spent three weeks in, uh, in my Washington. Yeah, in my parents' house basically because <laughs> yeah. we didn't do a whole lot else. But yeah, so we had a great Christmas. How was yours? It was all right. We didn't we didn't go anywhere per se, but um, you know we we did more than what we did for Thanksgiving. Uh, Chelsea's parents were in town, and her mom was pretty adamant about us going over. And their house is big enough to where we were able to socially distance. Um, they have like one of those really nice open floor plans mm-hmm. uh, between their kitchen and their living room, so. It was it was Chelsea, myself, 
her parents and her brother. So like there's five of us and there was about, I don't know, five or six wiener dogs running around. That's probably an exaggeration. I think there were probably three or four. Um, so we were able to go over there and socially distance and we felt pretty comfortable and, uh, being there and whatnot. So, but we also went to my parents' house and my parents, you know, they have a little bit of a smaller home and we didn't stay very long because my parents are a little on the older side that, you know, my mom is about to turn 70 and my stepfather is 73 and they're both high risk for COVID and Chelsea yeah. and I have been working retail. So we we went, we wore masks, we stood back. And the weather actually up here was or yeah, up here was fairly nice that day, so we were able to like open a door and not and not be awful. So we were able to like stay and hang out and have uh I had a little bit of my mom's Christmas gumbo that she normally makes. Ooh. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what we what we did and for New Year's, uh, I was playing video games because Chelsea had to be at work at four in the morning, so she was asleep. <laughs> oh, we were at my mom's. We were yeah. at your mom's, yeah. I mean, we so we rode on a plane, which was not so bad, I guess. Yeah, it was so, actually not bad. How how was that? Was was it a a fully booked flight or was it um well at that point we used to we flew alaska airlines uh they were not putting anyone in the middle seat of rows mm-hmm. um aside from that it was pretty full i think it was it was there were maybe only a couple open seats on the flight um, aside from the, aside the center from seats the being, being empty, yeah. So there were people in front of us and behind us. Um, we brought Carly, and she rode in the cabin with us. She did really well. She did really well, actually. That's good. Yeah. She just slept on the seat on the way there, and then they told us on the way back that she wasn't really supposed to do that. So she. We brought a blanket for her both times, and she slept on the floor in front of the middle seat pretty much the whole time on the way back. Uh, wore masks the whole time. Um, they were pretty good about enforcing that to other people that didn't seem to particularly want to wear their masks the whole time. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a horrible experience. Yeah, Still yeah. kind of nerve-wracking to me, but it was, it was all right. It went so much better than I expected it to. It just was, like, from the moment we got to the airport, I mean, part of of why it went so well is because you would normally expect for the crowdedness of holiday season to be very present at the airport. Mm -hmm. Especially MCO. Yeah, but it wasn't that busy, which is a good thing because that means people that aren't us followed the directions of the CDC and didn't travel during the holidays. Right, but, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was like, there were some kind of like close proximity issues at the airport where I think just like the people at the airport didn't really take things very seriously. But once we were actually on the flight and our whole experience flying back was just fine. So mm-hmm. 
And Kara's brother and parents, unfortunately, had COVID in, like, September or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we weren't really worried about them getting it from us or us getting it from them. So we pretty much, we went and got a drive through test a few days after we got there and pretty much didn't leave the house until we got results back from that, that we were negative. So um, we did spend a little bit of time with at both sides of your family at yeah. little events, but... Which they were fine with, so we were fine with, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we did, we, um, we hung out with my family and then, um, <clears throat> one day we hung out with our friends at a park, you know, hanging out six feet away from each other while their, mm-hmm. their kids played on the park equipment basically. So, yeah, so I, I would say that, um, I would still, especially right now, like I always prefer, Road travel, I just would prefer taking a road trip over flying. I don't really like flying. It gives me a lot of anxiety in general. And I think that um, I was pretty nervous about flying. But after we got on the flight, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, I, would, I would do it again. I mean, I probably won't. But yeah. I, I would consider <laughs> it. <laughs> Depends on the situation. But, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Other than that, we had... Christmas with their parents and New Year's with their parents. And it was good. It was nice to see everyone. That's Kara had only been back once since we moved, and I hadn't been back at all. I mean, the furthest I had been from Florida for a long time was to see you guys. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I had missed playing cards with my family. I love oh playing gosh, games you with my family. Cards with them like almost every night. Yeah. I, I started bowing out <laughs> of that in the last week. We play this super fun "Mm, version of Rummy, and I just love it. And every night, we're like, let's play it again. And Jerry was like, oh. I'll go lay on the couch. Uh, You know, I I feel like you told me that in a text. Like, we were, I think we were talking about, like, or or texting. It was pretty late for me, but it was still fairly early for you since you were on the other side of the country in in a different time zone. And I said, what what are you doing? You're like, oh, Kara's playing cards with their family i'm just kind of hanging out on the couch (laughs) it was something something along those lines and i'm like oh okay (laughs) yeah i am addicted to russian rummy for the 11th time (laughs) my mom got a card shuffler for the occasion like that's how intense we went on cards i didn't realize you need like c batteries for it so they never actually used it oh yeah i forgot about that yeah you know how long it's been since i played a card game Hey, it's oh, probably it's probably been years. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of card games, and I know that this isn't what you mean, but whenever I, whenever we were at uh, Disney World last time in Galaxy's Edge, I bought that. Oh, Sabacc. the Sabacc? Yeah, still haven't played it. <laughs> I've had it for almost a year, still haven't played it. So it was it's actually right over here. I was going to play. Uh, one of the guys I used to work with at the museum is a big Star Wars guy. And uh, he's like, dude, I kind of want to get drunk and learn how to play Sabacc. It's like, okay. And we just never. Yeah, we never, uh, we never, we never uh, made that happen because then uh, a a pandemic hit. So, (laughs) 
<laughs> I've hung out with him once or twice since then, but we've never actually sat down and uh and then learned how to play the game. Walk. Yeah, so I, I it's still pretty much practically brand new. <laughs> Just haven't messed. Well, with. next time we see each other, I would be more than happy to play <laughs> to learn how to play the yeah. yeah. I love cards. <laughs> Uh, on the same subject, Chelsea, this has probably been about like two years now at this point. Um, the makers of Uno announced that they put out another card game called Dose. Oh, and Chelsea was like, she saw it on Instagram and she's like, Dose, what the hell is this? And then I don't even think she looked in how to play it. She just goes, I, I want to buy this. Like, do you know how, like, did you see a video how to play it? She's like, no, I just want to go get the cards. I'm like, but, but you, what if you, what if it's not fun? Just maybe like see if it's a fun to play. She's like, no, I'm just going to go get them. <laughs> so we went to a couple of stores yes. that day. Yeah. And we couldn't find them. And she's, she's like, I'm so pissed. Cause like target will have those little in cap mm. sections where, um, it's just like a little section on the side of the in cap where they'll put small like trinkets and games. And uh, it was at, like, the last Target we went to. They had some on one of those. And she's like, hell yeah. And she bought it. And we've not played it. <laughs> I, I don't even think that it's been opened. I think that we just bought it and it got tossed with all the other games. <laughs> but for that one day, she was adamant about finding that damn game. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the dose. Yeah. So, Jordan, I want to know about your mom's Christmas gumbo. My mom's Christmas gumbo? Yeah, <laughs> we, because we definitely don't have Christmas gumbo in the Northwest. Someone probably does. Someone might, but I'm not familiar with Christmas gumbo. <laughs> so, Carol's uh, spaghetti in the Northwest. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you guys know, and I don't know if the listeners know, but I'm I'm from South Louisiana. Uh, you probably don't hear it in my voice because whatever Cajun accent I had has been weeded out through just 20 plus years of living in North Georgia. <laughs> but whenever I moved up, like I, I had like your stereotypical flat Cajun accent. Uh, for example, uh, my stepfather's name is Daryl. And whenever I would pronounce his name, it'd be Daryl. Like that's how flat my accent was. <laughs> so like if I said, you're going to be a car. Like it would probably wouldn't say Kara, it'd be Kara. Um, anyway, so for Christmas, instead of making like the big spread, my mom would keep the keep uh, the ham hock from the previous Thanksgiving, and she would freeze it, and then she would make a big turkey, and then make a giant tub of like or vat of turkey gumbo. And then she would toss the ham hock. She would thaw out the ham hock and toss that in the big, uh, the big turkey gumbo pot to kind of add some more flavor. And we've we've just done gumbo for Christmas for man as long as I can remember. Um, I've never actually sat down and made gumbo with my mom. It's probably something I should learn how to do. Um, but I. I just first I just remember having gumbo on Christmas for my entire life practically. And she normally makes potato salad to go with it. I'm not a big potato salad person, so I just kind of go with the gumbo. 
so that's that's the anticlimactic story of my mom's Christmas. <laughs> I'm not a huge potato salad person either, but that's, that's your family funny. likes yeah. it, so, and I eat it. Yeah. So my my grandma used to always make potato salad for Christmas, and. I always thought it was kind of weird. I thought potato salad was kind of more like a spring summer. or summer dish, like like a barbecue or something. But my grandma would always make potato salad for Christmas, which I loved her potato salad, so I was fine with it. But that's funny. So I actually made potato salad this year for Christmas since we were back with my family. And I think I did the you best did job, job that I've ever done at making her potato salad. So nice not in love with potato salad it was it was good mm -hmm. i you know it's that it's funny that you say that because uh not necessarily for christmas but for thanksgiving you know we normally go to my parents for thanksgiving and of course they were like we don't we should probably not do thanksgiving this year just because of that's whenever numbers for covid started to spike really really hard Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, better safe than sorry. I said, okay, smart move. What's fine. But my mom usually makes the entire spread. Like for, for Thanksgiving, you know, we do turkey, we do ham. Uh, we'll, my mom makes uh, a sweet potato casserole. That's really good. And she'll make cheesy potatoes and she'll make, uh, there's something else. Um, oh, she'll make a dressing. Uh, mm -hmm. but it's the way that she makes the dressing tastes like her jambalaya that she makes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's instead of like, like, um, if you've had jambalaya, how like the rice consistency, Yeah. it's, it's instead of rice, it's, um, it's, uh, it's the only thing I could describe it is it's, it's stale, squozen bread like you, yeah. you lay you lay bread out and it stales and then you have to squeeze it in water and then that makes the consistency for the rest of the dressing um i don't know the technical like culinary term <laughs> for that so um bread squeezins <laughs> yeah so and anyway so that's kind of like the big spread that she makes and then chelsea always makes green bean casserole uh, and that's kind of our contribution to Thanksgiving. And Chelsea, since we weren't doing it, like Chelsea made everything. Like Chelsea got like got together with my mom and got the uh, the recipe for the cheesy potatoes and the yams and, and or I'm sorry, the sweet potato casserole and everything and just and man, like for Chelsea's first time making a complete Thanksgiving dinner, she fucking nailed it. <laughs> nice go Chelsea yeah. yeah and then we had food for a week she's like I made a lot and I was like I know did you do that on purpose she's like I didn't think it was going to make this much I'm like well at least we're not going to go hungry for the next handful of days so that's good <laughs> so uh but yeah like it I, I had to brag on brag on my wife for making an amazing Thanksgiving dinner this past year nice yeah and then every time I would I would wander in. Uh, I would be like, hey, do you need any help? She's like, no, get the hell out of the kitchen. <laughs> it's like, but you're doing all of these things. She's like, yeah, you'll just mess it up. Just go watch TV. <laughs> go watch okay. Back to the Future. So that's what I did. I watched Back to the Future all day. Watch it in 4K. So I, uh, I, 
Have you guys been uh, playing anything interesting, like maybe game or video game wise? No. Uh, I've been playing the the Miles Morales, the Spider Man. Ooh, how far are you into it? Um, the last time I played yesterday, because I haven't played it today, was I just had Miles join the underground. Okay. He's rescued two cats. I have rescued two cats, Spider-Man and someone else's cat. Oh, I only rescued Spider-Man the cat. I didn't rescue other cats. Someone else's cat. It was like a side mission-y thing. Was it you that sent me the the link that had the t-shirt with Spider-Cat on it? I think I may have a while ago. Yeah. I think it it was you. I kind of want to... I still kind of want to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did show it. it Yeah. Because that cat looks like this cat right here. So, <laughs> I just annoyed her. She was sleeping on my lap, and I just annoyed her to pick her up for that joke. <laughs> um, no, now, now she's leaving. Uh, she's angry. <laughs> um, I, I just finished Avengers, which I sent you. Yeah. So, so, well now. <laughs> so whenever you, you get to that, we'll have to talk about it. Because I don't, I don't want to say anything that may judge your your game playing adventure one way or the other. Feel about it overall. Eh. Okay. Okay. Eh. I can tell you that you paid the appropriate price for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, so I I felt like I got my money's worth out of it, but you you probably played paid a more appropriate price. price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think by the end, like after I played it and send it to you and then after you play it and you'll probably trade it in for something else by the time everything's said and done well we will have both paid the appropriate amount of for, for that game <laughs> <laughs> so um so i don't i don't so, want to yeah oh, go ahead i also got the uh, immortals phoenix rising for the switch but i haven't opened it yet i got that for the ps5 Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't opened it yet either. Uh, after Christmas, they were running a sale on it. Yeah. And it was half off, and I had a $5 GameStop coupon. So I was like, oh, the PlayStation 5 game for $25? Okay. Yeah, I got it from, from Target, but it was $30 there too. So. Yeah, I w- I've heard that it's a really cool mix between Assassin's Creed and... Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, so I thought, well, we're going to be... Doing some some car tripping and stuff soon. I should probably invest in Switch games if I'm gonna buy video games. That's yeah, true. Because that came out yeah. on the PS4 as well. But I'm like, nope, I'm gonna get that on the Switch. Yeah, might as well get a little bit more mobile. I um I started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla a couple days ago. Hmm. I've heard it's good. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. Odyssey was peak Assassin's Creed for me, so it's going to be really hard to top. I'm enjoying Valhalla for what it is, but I just kind of have this feeling that somebody at Ubisoft, while they were making the, uh, the previous two Assassin's Creed games, just said, you know what would be cool if we made one that was a Viking game? <laughs> and then they did. Like, I just... And that's not... That's not a knock on on the game itself because I'm just I just started it. It's it's very it seems like it's going to be interesting, but 
I just feel that it's just that much different from the previous two where I'm like, hmm, hmm, something, something feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of think I've heard that in some of the things that I've read and heard that it, they're like, it's, it's good. It's totally solid and good, but that it's not quite as good as like Odyssey. Mm -hmm. I mean, Odyssey, I, again, peak, peak for me. So, uh, you mentioned that you're going to do some road tripping pretty soon. You guys want to talk about what, what's going on with the magic geekdom? Uh, I mean, we're going to do some road tripping soon. <laughs> so, so far, so far, the main plan is that we are going to Georgia and North Carolina in March. And that's how far we've gotten so far. right now. So, yeah. So just started planning a, a new trip. But, um, but yeah, we'll have more details about that soon. <laughs> It'll I probably be a, a a pretty long trip. It's, I guess that's as far as we'll go for right now. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I actually saw that you guys had uploaded a video. Was it either yesterday or? It was oh, a national one. Yeah, that was Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, that's today. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet because I was at work, but I saw that it was there, so it'll be there tomorrow morning whenever I have my coffee. <laughs> yeah, I bet that one was fun. That was kind of like we hope we wish you could have come with us. We mm -hmm. we invited you and it just couldn't work out that on short yeah. notice. Yeah, yeah, that was such a bummer. And because that Nashville is not a very far drive from here, it's like three and a half, maybe four hours. So yeah, it was really fun. I would like to go back. Yeah, we um, I think we have heavily considered moving there over the last six months and. I don't know that that's going to happen, but we'll maybe, see. maybe, maybe. term we'll end up there. I don't know. But we, we really like Nashville. Yeah, Nashville isn't too shabby. I, the couple of times I've been in Nashville, I've specifically just gone to Third Man Records. Which I <laughs> so did I as well. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to like explore Nashville, so I would like to actually go and explore Nashville. I think that would be yeah, that would be a pretty fun time. Yeah. We were only there for a couple days, so next time we definitely and like we didn't do like the Country Music Hall of Fame and like there was the a lot of like Opry. yeah, like a lot of indoor stuff that either wasn't open or was um just something we were like we'll do that next time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. maybe we can plan to go back together at some point. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. I would like that. I I, I mentioned earlier, whenever we were talking before we started recording, where it's like I just I'm kind of, kind of getting the feeling that I need a break from Atlanta for just a couple of days, and I don't know what that entails. I don't know if uh, if something can happen because Chelsea, Chelsea and I were watching TV the other night, and she said, "Well, you know, your birthday's coming up," and I was like, "Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So is this one? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right." Just You're like a few cool. days before mine. Yeah. You're the 28th? Yeah. 30th. Okay. Yeah. You're literally two days before yeah, mine. Just, just before it. <laughs> um, and she had said something like, well, do you want to do anything? And I was like, well, what the hell are we going to do? I'm like, I don't necessarily want to go to a place 
you know, last year we did Disney. But uh, like that's I don't want to do that right now. So she's like, I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I still I I don't know if she and I were actually talking about Disney stuff and I I think she's kinda under the impression she's like, listen, I I understand how important it is to wear masks and how long we're gonna be wearing masks after everybody gets vaccinated or the bulk of people get vaccinated. But she's kinda like I I kind of don't want to go back to Disney if we have to wear masks, just because I think not that it's a hard issue. We don't have any issue at all with wearing masks. I'm very no, pro. I'm very like, pro mask. Yeah. Yeah. It just, she's like, I, I don't know if that would just take something out of the trip. And I'm like, okay, I get that. Like, if, you know, if we want to go to Disney, we're going to, you know, we're going to end up paying the price that we pay to go to Disney. Like, you want it to be as comfortable and as enjoyable as you can. So, and also like, yeah. So she's like, I don't know. Maybe we could just go out of town for your birthday for a couple of days. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know where we'll go. So that's kind of up in the air. I have a feeling that we're, I might just call it a wash because we, we also had to cancel her birthday last year too. Which oh, was yeah. a bummer because we we had a Airbnb booked for um, Hilton Head, and we had originally looked at staying at the Disney Resort over there, Hilton Head, but there weren't any rooms available. So, well, you could probably rent some cheap DVC points there right now. I was about to say, oh, you're, you're, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I should talk to you guys a little bit more about renting DVC, DVC points because we were actually chatting about that too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably just going to say just let's just go get something to eat and come back home. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's probably what and my, my birthday also falls on a Tuesday this year so like that's not fun. Yeah, it's not the best. Yeah. So uh however uh i much to her chagrin i've been purchasing way too many action figures lately (laughs) it's your birthday month almost it's my birthday month adjacent (laughs) (laughs) your birthday's right at the beginning of the other month you you can claim them both it counts yeah well my birthday's also in the shortest month so i feel like i'm kind of owed a whole month that's fair yeah yeah so that's that's pretty much what's been going on around here. Like nothing, nothing too crazy or exciting. Uh, trying to find a new job, and you know, other than that, same. Mm-hmm. So, do you, uh do we want to get right into to this? I mean, we've been we've been talking. Yeah, our our topic. We've been talking for almost like half an hour now. Yeah, so, sure. Just catching up and whatnot. So, listener, uh, I don't know uh, if you had noticed, but last year was the kind of a dumpster fire <laughs> in a lot of ways. Uh, it was good in a lot of ways too. I think I think uh, everybody has has a uh, some good things that happened to them, uh, necessarily to them, or some good things that happened in the year two thousand and twenty. Uh, despite a lot of the hardships that everybody had, you know, I, I, I had some good things happen in twenty twenty two. Um, so I think what we all decided to do was just compile like a top five list for everyone, like 
top five good things that to come out of 2020. And it could be literally anything we want. Like it'd be something we did, maybe a movie that we liked, a game or an album or something like that. So I thought we all thought it would be cool to do a top five list. Do you guys wanna do you guys wanna share some of your top five lists? You wanna sure. dive in? Yeah, or? yeah. All right. I face mine slightly by putting that I put two things on it that I'm not actually finished with, but uh, <laughs> thus far they came out last year and I'm happy with them. So <laughs> fair enough. I um I I might cheat a little bit on mine whenever uh we get to something but Kara, you want to go first since it's your first time on sure. the show do you want to start us off five are we counting backwards yeah we're counting down okay one. okay yeah yeah so start with five and then we'll each do our number five then we'll each do our number okay. four okay so my number five is the new netflix series unsolved mysteries is it really good? Because it's in, been in my queue since it's come out, and I haven't watched it. I love it, but I think that I think that a lot of people have been disappointed with it because they're more interested. Like, if you're more interested in like the paranormal and the UFO episodes, it's not heavy on those. There's, there's only one, like one, maybe ish. Well, there's like they put out two sets of them. I think they both came mm-hmm. out last year. And each set has like one sort of paranormal one, and the other rest, the rest are just like crime things. Man, those are my favorite episodes. <laughs> the first set has a, an abduction one, and the second set has like a ghost one. Okay. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed it, but it was, um, I thought some of them were really interesting. And very compelling. Like there was a guy that disappeared, and he was like, involved in the military and it just thought that one was like very weird disappearance and then he showed up in a um like garbage dump dead and it was just like but the last footage is him just like wandering around some building and yeah like it's just weird it was very weird it was very weird and just yeah i I like the idea of these shows helping to solve the crime. So, like, I like that the first set got released, and then I guess they got some new leads on some of the episodes. And I just, I don't know, I like the idea that, that you know, it's it's weird, like, what happened to that guy, but maybe now because of the show it gives it new exposure, and we'll find out soon. Yeah, they've been pretty right. good. I think you enjoyed them more than me, but you're more yeah, into true crime kind of stuff, and yeah. stuff than I am. But I think they've done a they've done a good job with them. I mean, you don't have Robert Stack, which I mean that's sad, but he's been gone for a while. Yeah, rest in peace. A nod to him in the the credits, which was nice. And it's got the theme song, and that theme song still kicks ass. <laughs> yes. I I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but. God, back in the middle of the 2000s, instead of releasing seasons of Unsolved Mysteries, they released, like, themed box sets. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so they did did a missing persons or a true crime, then there was a paranormal, and then there was specifically an abduction set. And, of course, like, I always go for the ghost stuff, so I, I... Somebody had traded in the the ghost set one time, and I went back and I watched it, and who boy, 
that watching those old episodes is a crash course in late 80s early 90s fashion oh man the reenactments and stuff. oh boy the reenactments and just like whenever they cut to the talking heads and like the interview portions yeah. and man the the curly bangs and the long yeah. hair of every lady that's on that show <laughs> i was like wow i i it was I remember, like, I was, uh, some memories came flooding back to to when, like, my sister and my mom would wear those hairstyles. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, and now those sets are really hard to find on DVD. Like, they've been out of print, and, like, they were super expensive if you want to buy them on Amazon, which is kind of weird. I think at one point they did put out, like, a whole, like, a, box, a, a complete box set, probably after they did those single things, but... Oh. It's probably out of print now, too. Maybe. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. Woo! Would you like to go next, or would you like me to go? Uh, why don't you go next? Okay, okay. So my number five is one of the, the two things we I haven't finished, but what I have watched of it was delightful. Is season two of What We Do in the Shadows. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> I've only watched like three or maybe four of them, but it's just as good as the first season to me. It's wonderful. That show's great. Ah, I've I've heard nothing but good. I loved season one, and season I've heard great. I've heard nothing but good things of the second one. Yeah, what I've seen of it is great, but I still need to finish it. But I, I it did bring me a lot of joy when I did. Watch what we have yeah, watched we of it. Pretty hard at a lot of them. But yeah, the movie's great. The first season's great. And what I've seen of the second season is great. I love you, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. Man, Taika Waititi is about to be a very. I mean, he already is a busy man, but he's about to be even busier. Yeah. He's between got, he's make some Star Wars and yeah. another Thor movie. Yeah. And on top of like all the other stuff that he's doing, like you know, you probably pegged to direct a Mandalorian or Boba Fett episode, I'm sure. Probably. Something. Unless he's off making a Star War. I know. Alright. So, my number five is also a television show. And I haven't finished it either, but what I've seen, uh, I can't remember the last time I've had this big of a grin on my face. And that's the return of the Animaniacs. Oh, I haven't watched any of that yet. Oh it man! Is, I've watched the first three or four episodes, and all right, listen. I don't know how recent you've watched any episodes of Animaniacs. It's been a while. I've seen clips, but I haven't watched a whole episode in yeah, a long it's time. Been a long time. I probably about like three or four years ago, I watched a handful of like the first like season one episodes. And the jokes were so specific to late 80s and early 90s pop culture yeah. that I was thinking, I was like, there's no way that these jokes would fly to, like, there's no way that these kind of jokes could fly today. Like, so, and I, which got me, I don't want to say I'm worried because I hate when people are like, well, I'm worried about a show because I don't want it to be not good. Like, whatever. Like, because I'm very much in the camp of show me what you got and then I'll judge it 
judge the show yeah. on, on its merit, right? But the Animaniacs was such a specific pop culture dynamic. I'm like, so what are they? What are they going to do? Are they going to make pop culture references to stuff for people my age? And are they going to make stuff that's relevant today? Like, well, how are they? Listen, I don't know how they did it, but holy hell, they did it, and it's and it's all of the above. It's it's modern stuff. It's stuff that people our age would get would get and it's it's they didn't skip a beat uh whenever coming back and it is so fun and it's and also like you know as voice actors age the voice sometimes voices can deteriorate yeah they sound just like they did in 1992 that's that's awesome yeah it it is such a great show, and I'm so happy that it's back, and I love it. That's Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll watch it at some point. <laughs> We've got plenty of other stuff That's to true. do. <laughs> we'll watch it when we watch it. That's, that's fair. <laughs> but good to know that it is good. Mm-hmm. Well, that means it's, it's your oh, turn it's again. Oh, it's my turn again? Do I yeah. go first every time? Is that how yeah. you do this? Oh. All right. Well, I put for number four, Animal Crossing. I thought about putting that on my list, but but I did not. I don't play it as much now, but when the pandemic first hit and we were in quarantine, I played it all the time. Uh Oh, we lost Jordan. Uh Uh-oh. No, I'm still here. Oh, you're still here. There we go. go. Uh Yeah, I I played it so much to the point where I was staying up until like six o'clock in the morning playing it and Jeremy would come out in the morning and, and say, Are you still playing this? Have you gone to sleep? No? Great. Nope. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I mean, it really props to Nintendo for putting something out at the and they had no idea, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But they, he put something out of the perfect time for a lot of people. But holy crap. Like, I have spent probably 300 hours on yeah. it. And that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it was, it was really good timing. Like, we were at home at the beginning of this. Wishing we could, you know, go have our, like, normal outside lives. And meanwhile, I could pretend to be outside cultivating an island. And it was great. It made my life feel somewhat normal for a minute. So. And occasionally you could have, you could go to someone else's island and hang out. Mm-hmm. Or they could come to your island. And, yeah. Had our little friends that live on our island. I, I you kind of haven't played it in, like, a month or so. I still played it a little bit. <laughs> I well, I you are not alone in Animal Crossing because I, you know, I, I tell you guys pretty regularly how many hours <laughs> Chelsea's tally. Chelsea cultivates, but it's it's weird because Chelsea is very adamant. She, Chelsea's very specific about the games that she plays, and she pretty much only likes Mario. And then maybe one or two Zelda titles. And then that's it. Like, if it's not Mario Kart, yeah. If it's not Super Mario Brothers, if it's not Mario Kart, if it's not Mario Party, yeah. 
then she's just kind of like, I don't care. Plumber in it, you're on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I can totally relate. I I also actually I also really really love Telltale games. Oh, you do love the Telltale games. So I will play like any Telltale game. We still need to get you the last chapter of Walking Dead. Yes. Or. Mario Kart. Like, I was telling Jeremy about Spider-Man, watching him play it. I was like, I would love this game if it was just, like, going around, around and clicking on things and not, around, like, it's like, Miles things. <laughs> yeah, just, like, the stuff where you're, like, walking around and looking at clues. I am all for that. It's the uh, the other stuff that I'm not as into. Yeah. So. The actual missions in the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's what Nintendo brings that I enjoy is that it's, like, it's a lot of, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's just, like, games I enjoy. I'm not as into, like, PlayStation games in right. general. So I think with Animal Crossing, uh, in specifically Animal Crossing uh, for this, is Animal Crossing is such a low-stakes game. Yeah. And I think that the fact that it did come out, it just coincidentally came out at the, the beginning of this pandemic. And, you know, Chelsea, who works for a large grocery store chain, didn't have work from home. She was in the thick of it since the beginning. So people would go to her store and she would be busy and it would be very overwhelming and very stressful. And she would come home and she would just relax. Like she'd go to the island and all you would do is just do a couple of tasks like Mm -hmm. build a house. Or make a garden. Like it, it, it was all very low stakes. Like they, you weren't racing against a timer, and I feel like that helped her anxiety. Like I, she doesn't, she's never been like clinically diagnosed with anxiety, but I feel like it helped her stress level. Oh yeah, yeah. it was just yeah. like it was. It was a very calming thing for her to do, which I think was was ultimately why it became a big hit for her, despite it not being a Mario title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. same, because I had never played any of the other Animal Crossings before. It just, like, the circumstances of life brought me with this game, and it just, like, worked out. And I still play it from time to time. I still enjoy it. I yeah. just, it's, like, it's not as enjoyable for me as it was at that time. Mm, that's weird, because mm-hmm. I was apprehensive to buy it for you at first, because I had played the last one on 3DS and never really super got into it and i was like here no play this one first for a little while and you got pretty into the 3ds one so i just was like okay we'll get the switch one and for some reason and i think it's because there was crafting where you'd actually make things right you do that in the other one that sort of hooked me for some reason to where you've still put more time in it overall than i have but i've played it a lot Chelsea's got almost 800 hours collectively. <laughs> Chelsea has almost exclusively twos, played. High twos. <laughs> yeah. She's almost exclusively played this game since it came out. And she gave me a Switch game for Christmas, which I probably won't get to play anytime soon because she's <laughs> still playing it pretty regularly. So. All right. Well, number four for me is also a Vidya game. Uh, I put the uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake. Nice. Just You've been enjoying? It's, it's a lot of fun. They did a great job. Like It feels like the old games, but it looks really nice. It's got 
a lot of the old music plus some new new music, but I also have played it listening to other things since you can play Spotify through the PlayStation. <laughs> um, Did they just take the old games and basically like remaster them? Mm-hmm. Okay. It does add some of the control things that came in two and three. So you get some stuff, all the control things that came in two with like the revert mm-hmm. and the spine transfer and stuff in three, or no, the manual in two and then the reverts in three or something like that. Those are all in there. It looks really good. There's a silly create a player thing. Um, yeah, it just feels really good to play if you like the old ones and you haven't tried it. It 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 just feels like you're playing one of the old ones and it, and its levels from the first two. And everything I've read, I I never tried Pro Skater Five because it just got terrible reviews mm-hmm. when it came out a few years ago and had an update patch that was bigger than the game that was on the disc. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it was. Um, Dang. But yeah, just in everything that's going on, it was like a nice little warm nostalgia hug from Tony Hawk. I, don't know, <laughs> I liked it a lot. I I got that game for Christmas, and I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Oh, I didn't so, know you got it. That's fun. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know what that consists of, but ooh, I know we can. Ooh, I'll have to look into that. I I kind of made out like a bandit for games this Christmas. So like I, I have stuff to play for a while. So nice. I've, yeah, um, and that was one of them. And I've, I was one of those games where I'm like, oh, that's a fun game where I can probably like again, kind of low stakes, right? Where it's like yeah. I don't, I can just play it for ten, fifteen, twenty minutes, and then just stop. Like I don't, I don't have to continue. Like it, it, I always loved the free skate. Mm-hmm. Uh, session where you just like go around and just like ah, oh, I just want to kick flip and off this half pipe or you know, so that that's what I remember really liking about those games, just kind of having fun and just freestyling it. Yeah, it's really fun. It's just yeah, it's just a nice memory lane trip, I guess. Was I enjoyed? Wasn't Spider Man an unlockable character in one of those games? Uh, yes, might be too. I th- I think the unlockable characters are in there still. I don't know for sure, though, with, like, licensing things. Right. Where Spider-Man was one, Wolverine was in one, Darth Maul was in one, which is funny because all those are owned by Disney now, so they could potentially do it and just talk to Disney. Right. That, wow, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you could skateboard as Darth Maul, and I think... Cool. If he did a super trick, he'd pull out his lightsaber even, I think, Ooh. if I remember correctly. Well, since we're going with the, the video game theme for this, for our number four picks, uh, I'm going to go with uh, the the PlayStation 5, just in general. I, I was lucky and fortunate enough to secure a pre-order for one of them, and I was also... Fortunate enough that uh, I had a lot of garbage in my closet that I could sell <laughs> to help offset the cost. Hey, most of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I haven't had a chance to play it too often. Um, like the last half of December got pretty busy with work and whatnot. So I 
I also finished playing the one game that I had, so I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to like go out and buy anything just in case, you know, I don't want to spoil anybody's Christmas gift or anything, but uh, I haven't really had a chance to really utilize the PlayStation five outside of watching a movie or two uh, on 4k and playing miles Morales. So like, I just started playing, uh, I think I mentioned it earlier. I just started playing uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and that seems to be, you know, so far going really nice, but I haven't really taken time to check out the cool quirks and new features in the PlayStation five. Um, as much as I would have liked to, but the fact that I, I was able to secure one and I'm sure like I'll, I'll definitely get my money's worth out of it. Like I would definitely get the longevity out of it yeah. for sure. Um, but I was, uh, yeah, I was super fortunate to snag one of those. So nice. Yeah. I know Jeremy was, had his eye on one. He was like, maybe <laughs> yeah I, I came to terms with that that's probably going to be a little while for me. <laughs> um, um question for you with this i'm just i remember watching some of the things before it came out mm-hmm. when you're playing this, the miles morales and you you do fast travel do you uh skip the uh, subway ride do you not see that yes you do skip the subway ride that's kind of cool that it yep with fast it, it, loading it goes to a dark screen and then you kind of it, it's the animation of you walking up the subway stairs. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's cool. I I will say the I played two PlayStation 4 games on it. Mm-hmm. And they did upscale uh pretty pretty well. Um, Avengers, not as much as I wanted it to, but apparently there's like an actual upgrade patch coming for Avengers in February. So, but the, the upgrade patch for Assassin's Creed Odyssey made it look really, really good. Oh, nice. So, yeah. I'm just happy that all my PS4 games aren't going to waste. That is a nice (laughs) thing about it. It's basically the vast majority of them are going to be backwards compatible on it mm-hmm. and actually run better. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice. Well, you, re- you ready to go again? Oh, is it my turn? It's your okay. turn. Um, I'm still getting used to this, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> you know, the format that you've had for a while. <laughs> uh, for number three, I chose the album Pedals for Armor, by Haley Williams. Duel number threes. <laughs> oh, I haven't we heard it yet. each other our lists. Yeah. But we both put that as number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so great album. Um, definitely one of my two favorite albums this year. <laughs> I feel that there's going to be a trend that happens later as well, <laughs> where we might have something else as the same. But yeah, it just it's really different sounding than the Paramore stuff but it's really fun and good it's good it's yeah i think even like every song has almost like a different sound to it but some of it's kind of new wavy some of it mm-hmm. kind of sounds like bjork even like yeah it's got ooh. a lot of 90s vibes on it but i i love it i think it's a great album me too we have listened to that a lot this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. i thought the last paramore album sounded a little new wavy too yeah 
did yeah, too. I, I really that. liked that album. It's probably that was my favorite Paramore album now too. I think so too. And she put out an EP just like right before Christmas that is pretty kind of interesting. It's two of the songs on the album acoustic and then a, another song that wasn't on the album. And the acoustic versions are good. They're different sounding, mm-hmm. but I like them. But yeah, we both picked that for number three. So oh. I guess it's your turn, Jordan. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So this is the one where I kind of cheated a little bit. And I couldn't figure out, mine Mine is also an album, and I couldn't figure out which one I liked more, so I'm just going to say both of them. That's fine. Uh, the first one of the two is the, the Tame Impala album that came out in February. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I really liked it. I, It's not my favorite Tame Impala album, but I'm also hard-pressed to find a Tame Impala album that I haven't liked. Really liked? Yeah. Yeah. So um, this one is called The Slow Rush. And some of the standout tracks for me was one was called Lost in Yesterday. And then the other two tracks I really liked, uh, there was Instant Destiny and Borderline. So if you like, if you're familiar with Tame Impala stuff, like it's no really big departure from the sound. It's kind of more the same, just more catchy, psychedelic electronic psychedelic songs and i really really liked it i have to listen to that yeah I, I like some of their other stuff but i haven't listened to that i think i listened to it like almost a year ago <laughs> i feel like i listened to it <laughs> when a it while came out ago. yeah and was like oh all right and then i think i just forgot about it but definitely now, should listen then that's fair like i almost forgot that it came out last year <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but the other album that I really liked was the recent Strokes album. Uh, it's convenient, good. Yeah, conveniently titled The New Abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And uh, my my standout track on that was uh, Brooklyn Bridge to the Chorus. Like, that's a really... That's just a really solid Strokes song. Like, I can't really describe it. Like, I feel they have their own vibe, and I yeah. can't... Whenever, whenever I hear other songs that have a Strokes vibe, I'm like, oh, that's very Strokesy. So I like, I, I can't really describe it other than it's it's a very Strokesy Strokes song. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's hard to beat those first two records, but there's almost True. there's always something on at least a couple of tracks on their albums that I'm like, okay, this is good. I like this. I don't think they have like a bad album. I just don't like any of them as much as the first two <laughs> yeah those man let me tell you that those first two albums are They're like pretty in, near perfect integral to just like my taste in music i if it wasn't for last night and i mean if it wasn't for the entire album of uh, is this it like i probably wouldn't like half of the stuff that i like now so I remember exactly where I was when I heard last night for the first time too. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I was I was I still worked at the toy at, at KB Toys at our local mall back when KB Toys were a thing. And I was driving home and it was probably like 9:45 at night and um I was listening to like our our local rock station at the time it was a uh, 99X 
And uh, the the DJ was like, oh, this new band uh, that they're big over in England, uh, they're called The Strokes. And then like they played last night and I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. And I went out and I bought the CD the next day. And it's really weird because when I bought the CD, I was really bummed that not all of the other songs sounded like last night. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's a bummer. And I just I never listened to it. All right, I just kind of tossed it in my closet and I didn't listen to it for, oh God, maybe probably till like after I graduated high school because it, it came out like my senior year. And then when I, whenever I graduated, I listened to it and I'm like, fuck, what was I thinking? This entire album is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's one of my favorite albums of all time now. So, but that new one, New Abnormal, is really good. It's good, you know? yeah. So, I. I know that like they Not don't get rid of the other albums for me. Yeah. And, uh, Angles or whatever is the fourth one. Yeah, that one was really good too. Those are probably my two favorite outside of the first two. I always thought you could take half of the third album and half of the fourth album. The fourth album and make like one really good album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's totally fair. That seems fair. So. But yeah, so those are those are my number three for uh, for my pick. All right. Uh, for number two, did you see it? No, I didn't. Oh. Nah. For number two, I picked the person Amber Ruffin. Oh, that's very good. The Amber Ruffin show. That is very good, and I didn't think about that. She she is a writer. Amber Ruffin's a writer on uh, um, Late Night, Late with, Night Seth with Seth Meyers. Myers. So okay. she's on that sometimes. She's very funny. She's been on, she's been on Drunk the... History, which yeah. we ended up like rewatching a whole bunch of Drunk History during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, wow, she's a treasure. And then she got her own show on Peacock. And I just feel like she got us through like, she got us through like the scumminess and like just crappiness of like the summer and like all of the like tension with the BLM movement and yeah. stuff. And like, She's great, and I feel like she is a big part of like what helped me survive 2020. Yeah, she's hilarious and seems like a sweet person and mm-hmm. just is and super very silly. Funny. Yeah, and she she and her sister just put out a book. Her sister lives in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, and they're both from there. Um, and it's about I guess that they just wrote all of these. Um, stories about things that have happened to her sister as a black woman of like racist, sort of racist stuff things. that's happened to her. But they're like, it's sad, but also kind of hilarious. Yeah. So uh, I want to read we that. We, yeah, we haven't gotten that book, but it's. Or listen to it or like, something. Seems like our love for Amber Ruffin's going to carry into 2021. <laughs> yeah, she's great. I, I didn't even think about putting that on my list, but she mm-hmm. is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look her up. I, I feel like I've heard the name. I'm going to look her up right now. Amber. She's Ruffin. so funny. Love her. <laughs> oh, my God. The, uh, the the soul singer from the 50s or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that she was doing on Seth, Seth Meyer. Oh, man. I might have to send you that yeah. later, Jordan. It's very good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I, I know I've heard the name. So I'll definitely look look more into to her. Well, my number two is the other thing I haven't finished, <laughs> but we have referred to it already during the podcast is the Spider-Man Miles Morales. 
I've just been really enjoying that. And I think you and I have talked about a little that I might like it better than the straight up Spider-Man game. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm I with really you. Enjoyed to begin with. I wish because th- this whole game, this Miles Morales was, I think, originally supposed to be DLC. Yeah, I think so. But then and this new console's coming out. We, maybe yeah. we can make this a little longer and sell it as almost a full game. Yeah. And uh, my only gripe was that I wish it would have been a little bit longer because I loved it so much because I, I liked it so much. I'm like, no, I want to keep playing more Miles Morales. So, yeah. And I think part, I mean, it's got, he's has more powers, more things that he can do mm-hmm. than Peter could. But also as much as I like Peter Parker, I think I like playing as Miles more. I like as I a too. character. I do too. And as much as I liked the story in the first one with Doc Ock and stuff, and I think they did a really good job with that, I I kind of like the story in this one more, too. Mm-hmm. With the underground and everything's going on. But I haven't finished it yet, but I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been a lot of fun. They just kind of built on everything that they did really well with the Spider-Man game, and I hope I hope we get a whole Miles game. Like, a, yeah. a legit one after this i i think a big thing for me for why i enjoy the miles morales stuff a lot more than the peter parker stuff is you know peter parker has existed since before we were born like peter parker has existed since the early 60s and we've only known spider-man to be peter parker right it's it's he's always been peter parker he always will be peter parker but then you know within the last like 10 or 12 years we started to get new spy. We started to get Miles Morales. We started to get crazy uh, stuff like, yeah, twenty ninety nine. We started to get uh, Spider Gwen. You know, we started to get some quirky stuff. And you know, like growing up reading X Men, like there's consistently new X Men being added yeah. to that canon, right? You know, like every ten or twelve years, they'll have a new slew of mutants that you get to uh, that you get to know. So like with you don't you you just don't get that with Spider Man. So to to see new Spider Man, I thought was very refreshing. Yeah, and like making reference to the movie, which I think uh, the Spider Verse movie, which I think is great. Like it was a really fun movie, and putting little nods with the suits and the mm-hmm. weird thing where you can change the frame rate on how he moves as one of the suit options, and he looks like the the movie. His movement looks like the movie, and it's weird but cool. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool function in the game as well. But yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty cool function that you could rescue two cats. I did, yeah. (laughs) And the cat, and I forget what the other one's name was, but he was a black cat. uh, I've got an orange cat and a black cat. Um, I I only rescued the one cat, and I took a lot of... Yeah, I, I took a lot of unnecessary photos of it w- with the uh, photo function on the PlayStation. <laughs> I was like, let me get a good angle right here. <laughs> I got to get that spider suit, but I learned that I think you have to finish the game before you get that suit, at least the main quest or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I I traded my copy in whenever, whenever I was done with it, just because uh-huh. I wasn't... Had I not ended up making out like a bandit for Christmas, I probably would have held on to it a little bit longer. But I was like, I don't I won't have time to go back to this anytime soon. So I 
I'll probably revisit it, you know, once you know, once the price drops on it or something, mm-hmm. and I can pick up a used copy for like five or ten bucks. But I ended up selling my copy um, and letting you know letting letting someone else find a cheap copy to so they can enjoy it. So that's what I did. Um. So my number two of favorite things that happened this year. Uh, this one is a little bit more uh, self-indulgent, so I apologize. <laughs> no, you're um, fine. Um, last year, my friend Heather was writing her second book, and she asked me to write the forward for her first book. Now, I've never had anything that I've written officially published in any facet, like whether it's, you know, I never had any of like my school papers published or anything or any kind of like journals or anything. So like the fact that, she could have asked anybody to write a forward for her book, but she asked me and I was very honored to do so. And so in during the early months of the pandemic, you know, I sat down and I cranked out a few pages of to the forward of her book and it came out on Halloween day. So you know, one Heather's book is Heather's book is like like Heather writes really well and I, I love the narratives that she tells in her books about her stories, about her and our friends and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but to be able to hold something in my hand that has something that I wrote officially printed and published in it was, I got a really weird feeling like how, when she handed me the book, she said, go ahead, open it up. And I, we, she saw me open the book up for the first time and read the words that I had written. And I said, is this what it fe- felt like when you wrote your first book? And she goes, yeah, now you have to write a book. So, so she's kind of been in my corner for the last few months. Like, go ahead and start researching stuff you want to write. And, you know, this can a couple of years, you can have your book. So I, I thought it was really cool. That's really that's cool. Not, that's not yeah. self-indulgent. That's no, pretty rad. That's really cool. And and I feel bad because we have had that book sitting in our Amazon cart for like six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep forgetting that uh, we need to buy it. But yeah, I um I'm really interested to read it. I'm interested to read it because you have a forward in it, but also it sounds like a really interesting book. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I liked her first book a lot, you know, and, you know, biased aside, like it's 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 something that I don't think a people in the paranormal community write about. It's it's very much an autobiographical story about how she became to be a paranormal investigator, whereas a lot of paranormal books are just about, hey, check out this haunted place that I'm I've i'm talking about not necessarily even people that have legitimately investigated there just people writing about a haunted location yeah. and that's it's it's a we it's a voice that you don't hear uh in, in the paranormal community i think that's cool yeah it definitely sounds interesting sounds up my alley so i guess mm-hmm. we should just finish that purchase. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my number two Cool. Oh yeah, I have a number one. Um, my number one is that Joe Biden got elected. (laughs) Oh yeah, that is excellent. Number one that that I didn't think about either. I just like I feel like that was the highlight of my year last year. (laughs) Um, 
Because I think a lot of my stress from last year was having to look at Trump's face on TV <laughs> and um, having that day happen where I was like, wow, there's a future where I don't have to look at his stupid mug on my TV for every single day is a delight. And uh, also, yeah. in combination with that, that um, Kamala Harris is the first well, uh, lots female, of things. Female, yeah, vice, female president. vice president, first uh, African American vice president. Vice president. Yeah. yeah, the first um, Indian vice, vice president. president. Like mm-hmm. super, just super cool. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. And, can and I very- can I add uh, a one A or a one point five to that? Is uh, Joe Biden won Georgia three times? Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and like not not only not only that, but I I feel like this was kind of um, a, a sub piece to this because I I almost put like the Black Lives Matter movement on my thing because I just feel like that was a really important thing that happened this year, and I think that it kind of. If, if that wouldn't have happened, it, like, kind of had a domino effect. Like, you know, it it made everything in the future happen. Down to, like, even Georgia having the Senate runoffs go in mm-hmm. the Democrats, thanks to the high uh, Black voter turnout. So, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, props to Stacey Abrams too for registering yeah. so many people. So like she 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 put in a lot of work and it paid off. So yeah. well, mine feels stupid after that. <laughs> <laughs> is your number one gummy bears? Because no, no. My number one is the two Taylor Swift albums that came out this <laughs> last year. <laughs> I haven't heard Evermore yet, but I really oh, like Folklore. Better, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. It's still really good. Um, I just like them a lot. There were things that I listened to, especially Folklore, a whole lot. It was... And when we, it first came out, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. But... It grew on me and might be my favorite of her albums. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's really good. Folklore is the best. I actually had, I kind of tried to pick like one from each different category of like a show and a, a, thing, a and... thing. And so on my my line for number three, I had Folklore slash Petals for Armor. But I saw that you had it for number one. So I was like, I'll just go with my <laughs> You my can still one. talk about it. You can still talk about it as and your You can talk one. about it too. Mm-hmm. Because we're already talking but about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to Evermore as much. It's still, it's still it's good. growing on me, but I love folklore. But folklore is really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, yeah, it, it's more, seem, seems kind of more like an indie album or something. Mm-hmm. Like a straight up pop record like she's been making for the past few, but it's I, I've really enjoyed it. Except it seems a little silly after. <laughs> <laughs> who won the presidency in Black Lives Matter, but I like that I mean, album. It got honestly, me through the that year. album is important, too. <laughs> maybe, maybe not as important, important, but it was a significant <laughs> part of both of our years. It, it, it kept you sane during a, yes. Yes. During a very stressful time, so yeah. I think uh, 
I, I think it is important, especially in a year where not a lot of films came out too. Yeah, yeah. I was right? trying to think of one. I'm like, like I thought about putting the Invisible Man on here. I'm like, I like that a lot, but yeah, would I put it I, as one of the best things of the year? I don't know. I, I mean, put the Bill and Ted face. I thought music. about that as well because it was just really fun. I was and... like, it was fun, but would it make my top five? Maybe not. <laughs> Right. Well, I, you know, true, true. I, uh, and I was actually thinking about that. I'm like, well, what has come out? Like, there were two Pixar movies Invisible Man, Tenant. Haven't seen Tenant. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I've heard that's not bad. The Harley Quinn movie that was way better than it had any right to be after Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, the new Wonder Woman wasn't great. But. But I mean, that's like, that's like, I liked it fine. That's still under 10 movies that came out this year. So you're like, oh, yeah. So, you know, the fact that at least you can write an album in isolation and still have it released is still, yeah. So, um, yeah. Did you end up watching that movie on Shudder called Host? I don't, did we ever talk about that? Uh uh. It, I think uh, we talked about it, but I didn't end up watching it. Yeah, it was, it was completely written and directed, or written and filmed in the early part of quarantine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it's all it's all done. Never. Yeah, it's a, it's a Zoom call, so it's only fifty three minutes long. Oh, okay. The entire film is just a Zoom call. Yeah, he did. Okay. So it's. It ends really weird. Like, I think it's really good, but then, like, the last five minutes, I'm like, mm, some this is kind of weird now. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything and, and spoil it, so I don't, so I'll, I'll refrain until you guys have seen it. To, but, the, like, the last five minutes, it was just kind of like, hmm, that's a weird move. Alright. So. Um. Is it, is it my turn? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, all right. So a little bit more self-indulgent for number, number one. Uh, my favorite thing was when we went to Rock City. Oh, that was super oh, That fun. was really good. Yeah. yeah. So like, I was, I don't know, like at that point we, I had been cooped up in the house for three months and you guys were cooped up and you're like, we need to get out of Florida. And I was like, cool, come up here. And then <laughs> we're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then we that's went we and we on a cliff. Yeah, that's that's exactly how you framed it, and I was on board. So, <laughs> but no, like when you guys came up, and I felt like it was a big, it was a nice break from all of the hysteria of a crazy pandemic. Yeah, and no, I definitely agree. Yeah, it was a very needed at that point mm-hmm. break. Mm. <laughs> And for the listener, if you'd like to see those days, you can go to our respective YouTube pages and check out the videos that we made. So yep, we each have one, so you know you can go watch one or both and like them and subscribe to one or both of our channels if you haven't already. But if you're listening to this, you probably have. But and also, we are both going to have new videos to release still yeah, from, from the same first time trip, frame from that same visit. <laughs> Back Only in June. a year later, almost. <laughs> no. No, seven or eight months later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was that was my number one was uh, going 
going and uh, hanging out with you guys. Yeah, that was really fun. I think that, um, you know, we really, we really were trying to figure out a location, like, you know, between, between you and Tulsi and, um, and Josh and Courtney are the friends that also Mm -hmm. live in Atlanta. We were really set on moving to Atlanta and I just, I don't think that's like in the cards for us right now, but I, I really enjoyed hanging out with you guys and just kind of seeing like you really showed us around Atlanta and not just rock city, but like, I feel like I grew to love Atlanta between that and the other time we came down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, maybe, maybe not right now, but maybe, Maybe a little down the line, Atlanta will be future home to the Magic Geekdom. Yeah, maybe. Not against that idea. I'm not either. (laughs) Well, it sounds like we had a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Did anybody have an honorable mention they want to toss out before we we end? I think I tossed my honorable mentions as we are going. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, I don't, I can't think of any that I haven't already mentioned. I don't know if this is necessarily like a good thing, but uh, the pandemic has done wonders for my Transformers collection. <laughs> I've said multiple times. Like, I'm pretty sure I have tripled my Transformers collection since since the pandemic started. Nice. nice. So, but I guess one thing I would I would add is that um, we did get to go see the Home Alone filming locations. And that was a good thing. And that was, for yeah, you, like especially. for me, that was like life goals. Like, you got to see the McAllister house. Yeah, I got to see the Home Alone house in person. So that was pretty cool. Um, nice. Yeah. That was a good video. I like that one a lot. You. You're welcome. Yeah, it was really fun to make. All right. Well, my friends, I think uh, we've been talking for almost an hour and a half. We should probably wind this down. Kara, thanks for being on the show tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're usually across the room or in the other room when this happens, so you can do it more often if you want to. Well, may- maybe. Maybe <laughs> I will. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm all for it, for sure. Anytime. Anytime. Open invitation. Sounds good. All right. Well, yeah, this is fun. 2020 was like an elevator. It had its ups and downs. <laughs> that's that's the name of the episode. Twenty twenty was like an elevator. Yep, that's that's it. It's got a name now. Yep. Um, so before we end the the show, do you guys want to sh- uh, throw out all your YouTube and social medias? It's the the Magic Geekdom everywhere except for Twitter, which is just Magic Geekdom at Magic Geekdom. Yep. Yep. Uh, and mine is Jordan Gasly everywhere. That, that's pretty anticlimactic. All right, so we're going to go ahead and end. Uh, so, listener, uh, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Well, we would really appreciate it. Yeah, you can rate us at one star, you can rate us at five stars, or any number in between. We don't mind as long as you just go ahead and rate us. And if you feel so inclined, please go ahead and write a review for the show. We know that we haven't been as consistent as we'd like to be in Hopefully that'll kind of get back to normal, but we don't know. Things are still up in the air. But uh, we're not going anywhere, at least not anytime soon. 
So, uh, listener, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have a very happy new year. We wish you all peace and prosperity in the year 2021. But before you go, you might want to watch out because... Hopefully 2021 is, it, it isn't a trap. <laughs> it's not a trap. Hopefully. I don't... Fingers crossed. Do-do-do-do-do! Power hour. <laughs> <laughs>